Close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family distillers Friday Extravaganza, 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Eric Asher with you, 4 to 6, each and every uh, weekday afternoon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the show with you anywhere. And, of course, on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and, of course, ericasher.com. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight features Jude Young of CrestedySports.com and Nash, uh, Nash 106.1 FM. Uh, that is uh, 9 o'clock tonight on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, WLAE TV 2, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, we'll have that up on our social media platforms uh, at some point today. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Hope you get a chance to be able to enjoy the program. Uh, Jude did a great job, as always. Uh, on today's program, Mike Vazan will join us at 4.30 from Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Vazan on Football Podcast. Uh, Gary Smith of NOLA.com and the Wave Report will join us at 5.10, and uh, we'll talk to him about last night's loss with Tulane. Uh, Tulane losing to Houston 40-22 uh, to 22 at Yeoman. Uh, so we'll get into that. We'll break that down. Then Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints podcast will join us at 535 as we get you ready for the Saints taking on the Washington football team on, on Sunday in Landover, Maryland. Of course, we'll look back at, again, the loss to the Giants as well. So a lot going on in the program today. Hope you have a chance to be able to stick around. If for some reason you can't, hey, you can always check out the podcast at your leisure uh, on, our, uh, on, on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but just check. Check your podcast. Go ahead and search Eric Asher or, again, Inside New Orleans uh, with Eric Asher, and you should be able to find the podcast pretty easily uh, at this point. Uh, today's program, as mentioned, is brought to you by the William Grant uh, Family Distillers, uh, independent family distillers since 1887. And, of course, you know it by now, right? Hottest spirits on the market. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka. Especially now, a lot of folks getting out to join a great uh, meal at a restaurant or maybe heading to your favorite watering hole. Or, you know, better yet, maybe to one of these uh, um, upscale spirit stores where, again, you where the individuals that work there really know a lot about spirits. Ask them about those great spirits. How about, again, an all-star lineup of scotches? Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, fantastic scotches, including Monkey Shoulder, all part of the portfolio of scotches of William Grant. You love Irish whiskey? We've got the second-largest Irish uh, uh, selling Irish whiskey in all the world in Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And, of course, Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum, along with Sailor Jerry Rum, is the rum portfolio. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, taking care of our active military, retired military members and their family. Uh, through the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. A uh, portion of every bottle sold in Louisiana goes to the God Foundation. They help uh, again those individuals with insurance premiums, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, uh, uh, necessary home repairs, also living expenses, basic family needs. Uh, again, so give to uh, the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org, or again you can buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Of course, uh, if you love bourbon, fistful of bourbon, Hudson bourbon, a part of the portfolio of William Grant. William Grant just a fantastic lineup of spirits for you and that's just the base spirits when you start moving up oh man i'm telling you what out of sight get out there and enjoy a william grant product all right a lot to talk about today first of all um very disappointing right last night watching tulane uh not, not much different than what i thought it was going to be to be honest with you uh they really again i'll give them this um they really fought hard uh they lost 40 to 22 uh, they were in the game most of the game. I, I, I've got a question, Willie Fritz, in the fourth quarter. Uh, they were down four points, and 
going for it on fourth and two on his side of the 50. Now, I know he was going for it most of the game, but, again, it's a situational football situation where, where again, you look at this and you say, okay, I've got a really good punter. If I punt the ball with my defense playing fairly decent, okay, because there were times when they were flying around, yes, they missed tackles, yes, they had bust, okay, it just wasn't as bad as it was the, the, the previous two weeks, uh, that maybe, again, you can pin Houston back. Uh, and, look, I realize they had one of the top punt returners in, in, in all the land, but he wasn't doing anything last night. Uh, and maybe at that point you still have a chance, a puncher's chance to be able to stay in this game and to win it. After that, again, uh, Houston goes on, on a little bit of a run. 40-22 uh, to 22 is the final. Uh, and, of course, uh, Tulane now uh, in a situation where they're facing, uh, like I said, this murderous row all week long. Uh, Houston's now a, a loss. Uh, that puts them at 1-5, and five, uh, and they've got SMU. Uh, also, they've got Cincinnati and UCF coming up. Just not good for, for the green wave. Even though I will say this, it was a much better effort last night by Tulane. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I was really disgusted with the effort against, uh, against UAB because I thought they got physically manhandled. It was an embarrassing performance against East Carolina. Uh, but, again, they came in and they played against a pretty good Houston team, and, and they, went, they went blow for blow with them. Uh, just, again, mistakes as usual on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. But, again, this time i got to question coaching as well, Willie Fritz. Why go for it there? I mean, punt the ball, play defense, play field position there. You're right in the game, and, and, and you allowed Houston, again, an opportunity on a short field to go down and score, and, and, and the rest was history. Again, Tulane could never really get back in the game. Very, very unfortunate. But we'll talk more about that with uh, Gary Smith of uh, Noel.com, the Wave Report. Uh, when we get him at 5:10 this afternoon, remember the Saints are taking on the Washington Football Team on Sunday. Uh, again, this is uh, a fairly healthy team right now. Uh, McCoy and Armstead look like they're going to possibly be the only ones out. Um, there's no move to be able to bring so, some of those guys off injured reserve that we thought, again, would be available for this game. Uh, it's pretty much at this point they're probably going to go into the bye week with those guys, again, getting a little bit more rest uh, and being able to heal up a little bit more. And then, of course, Seattle coming out of the, uh, out of the bye week, uh, you can expect to maybe see a, a more full complement of, of, of Saints players, uh, especially some guys that are really needed on this team right now, uh, to take the next step. Look, this is a crucial game for this team. Uh, you cannot lose three games within the conference. You cannot lose to a, a team like the Washington football team if you still believe that you are a contender uh, for, a, uh, for a playoff spot, possibly the division championship, or, kind of again, a conference championship. Again, you drop one to the New York Giants that you should have never dropped one to, uh, an 0-3 team. You, you took them lightly. You, you know, all, the, all the distractions that were around this team, whatever it was, okay, you, you dropped one you should have not dropped. On top of the one that you lost to Carolina within, within the division, Unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen. Not if this team truly aspires to be a championship team. We'll see how it plays out. But, again, you've got to go in and you've got to kick the crap out of the Washington football team. You've got to go out and, again, show that last, last week uh, was, was a blip on the radar screen for this team. And ultimately, again, you're, you're, uh, you're, you'll have that win. you feel pretty good about yourself going into the uh, bye week with a 3-2 and two record. And then hopefully, again, reinforcements come in where we can really see what this team can do uh, as, they, uh, as they get a little bit healthier. But, look, I said it the other day. Uh, in football, there's no guarantees. Just because Michael Thomas can, uh, Lutz and uh, Anya Mata come back and all these players come back don't mean that we won't see other injuries uh, at other places on, on, on the roster and other, other spots on the roster. So at some point, you've got to be, again, dance with the ones that you, that, that you brought to the dance, and that's what they got right now. 
Uh, they don't have the quality depth that they had in the past. Uh, a lot of these guys are learning on the job because they're so young. So, uh, you know, we're going to see some ups and downs with this team like we've seen in the two losses. Uh, but uh, hopefully, again, uh, this will be a week where, again, they're, they're, they are focused and ready to go uh, for, the, uh, for the Washington football team. We'll also talk about LSU uh, a little bit. Again, not, not much has changed from what, from, from what I, I've been talking about all week long with Ed Ogeron. I know there are some out there uh, that are coming out now showing videos of Ed Ogeron saying that at one time he was, it was, that people were laughing when he said he was going to put somebody in a fishing hole. It's an accumulation, ladies and gentlemen, of everything that's gone on off the field. It's not just the one comment on his radio show where his mouth shut. It's an accumulation of everything. And then on top of that, uh, the, 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 to be able to take a look at not making sure that you continue to be able to upgrade your roster and develop players. And that's the issue right there uh, with, with LSU. Look, Renee Nato, I would tell you right now, Renee Nato who is, is uh, one of the great writers we have in this city. He writes for CrestedSports.com. Uh, he went in and did the research on, on, on the last, on, on Ogeron's uh, uh, recruiting classes. It is eye-opening, this article. And I would anybody that's an LSU fan or you really care about what's going on uh, at LSU, uh, I would implore that you go out and again find that it's on my it's on my uh, Twitter page. I'm going to put that up on my Facebook page in just a, in just a few minutes, or you can find it at CrestedCitySports.com. Renee breaks it down each and every class, and again the defections, guys that never made it to campus, those that were bust with, with, within those uh, those recruiting classes. Because all we hear uh, from, about LSU is top five recruiting class, top five recruiting class. Well, again, if you never get those guys on campus, or if you never develop them, does, is it really a top five recruiting class? So, again, I, w- I would say go to CrestedCitySports.com, check out Renee's article. Uh, it is, uh, again, very, very enlightening on, again, why we've seen this downward spiral of LSU since the 2019, uh, again, championship uh, and maybe the greatest team in college football history. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the city, the positivity rate, uh, and, of course, the possibility of maybe or maybe not having Mardi Gras this year. Uh, the mayor went, met with the uh, crew captains of, uh, of the Mardi Gras, uh, of, of all the Mardi Gras crews, uh, on uh, on yesterday, there was a press conference. I want to kind of get into that. And then Mike Vazana is going to join us at 4.30 after that break. And then we'll have, uh, as mentioned, Gary Smith of the Wave Report at, at 5.10. And then Ross Jackson, uh, he finishes up this afternoon at 5.35, talking Saints. You're, well, you're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. If your AC breaks down over the weekend, and look, we got we got warm temperatures here. So, you know, again, this is, what was it? We had a little fake fall, and now we're back into summer temperatures. Nobody wants to deal without having AC, especially if you had to deal with it in the aftermath of Ida. That's the last thing you want to have to deal with again. If your AC breaks down, i got a company for you. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry, but more importantly, truly a company can trust. You can trust Burkhardt with your air conditioning and heating systems. Again, authorized to sell all to, ser- to service all brands, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Looking for a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime 
at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fab fall looks, like new shoes and sandals, bed and bath basics. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members can earn even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Details at Macy's.com slash star money. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection from Manhattan Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, look out for delays from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are from Orleans to Canal and then delays pick back up 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Thank you. 
back to the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast. Vazan on Football Podcast will join us after the next break. It's after 4.30. Uh, we'll be joined by Gary Smith of uh, NOLA.com and the Wave Report at 510, giving us a post-mortem on uh, Tulane Houston. And then we'll uh, finish up with Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, talking a little about uh, Saints uh, Washington football team and looking back at the Saints and Giants. All right, I want to shift gears here for a moment. Um, it was all over the news yesterday, the mayor meeting with, again, Mardi Gras crew captains uh, about the possibility of having Mardi Gras in 2022. Now, now let me say this first of all. Uh, Mardi Gras 2022 is Thursday, February the 17th through, through Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. Uh, today is October the 8th, 2021. It's been my problem with, with again, the mayor since, again, COVID-19 uh, entered our shores. Uh, the mayor has, uh, has a city with a, with a 2% positivity rate. But you have this still mandating that patrons show proof of vaccination or a negative test to enter a restaurant, a bar, a music club, or a sporting event. Okay? Even though she knows at this point, okay, the numbers are there. It's pretty obvious. Okay? Anybody that knows and that is watching closely and what's going on, you don't even have to watch closely. Look at the difference between business right now and the other 63 parishes in, in, in this state and Arlene's Parish. Look at, the, look at businesses for the hospitality industry in just the metropolitan area that surrounds Arlene's Parish and then in Arlene's Parish. Arlene's Parish is dead. Okay, they're on life support with, with, again, restaurants, bars, music clubs, hotels, you name it, where, again, just right across the 17th Street Canal, they're bustling. Right, right across, again, the Industrial Canal in St. Bernard Parish, they're bustling. Right across the causeway in, in, in the St. Tammany Parish, they're bustling. Okay, so she knows she's killing business in Arlene's Parish. She knows this today. LSU announced that if you are going to, going to watch the Tigers in Tiger Stadium, you will no longer need to show proof of vaccination or negative test, COVID test, to be able to get into Tiger Stadium. Let me fast forward for a second. The mayor is still noncommittal on Mardi Gras 2022. Yesterday saying that she's going to use the Crew of Boo Parade as a trial run for Mardi Gras. Now, look, you want to talk about apples and oranges here? Okay, the size of Mardi Gras crowds on a bad night where, again, we've got cold weather or it's raining is just going to dwarf any crowd for the crew of Boo. So if the, let me just throw this out there. If there is a spike in COVID-19, is Mardi Gras off? I mean, is, that, is that it? I mean, what does she consider a spike? Because I, we don't know. Okay, there has never been anything scientific about the mayor's COVID-19 mandates. I mean, Morgus the Magnificent has a stronger scientific credentials than the mayor, than mayor Cantrell does. I mean, what a joke. And I'll say it again. Morgus, okay, Morgus has a stronger scientific credentials than the mayor does. But yet she continues to put these mandates down. She seems dead set on, on again, killing what's left of the tourism and hospitality industry here in the city. Folks, we're at almost a 60% vaccination rate in Orleans and Jefferson parishes. 60%, almost 60% of the people in Orleans and Jefferson Parishes have been vaccinated, okay? The question needs to be asked, okay? okay? It really does. Why does she continue to impose these strict COVID-19 protocols on just the hospitality industry when you got a 2% COVID-19 positivity rate, 2%, okay? Not 10%, not 15%, 2%. When you're in a situation where Again, you got 60% of the population in, in the major two parishes uh, in the metropolitan area that are close to 
And yet, she's in a situation where these are only uh, these mandates that, that affect the hospitality industry. Once again, I ask the question, is COVID-19 not as contagious at Walmart or Rouse's? Or maybe uh, as opposed to the local restaurant, a bar, or a Saints game? I mean, uh, Bo Tidwell, her mouthpiece, came out earlier this week complaining about people not having masks on during a Saints game. Again, personal responsibility, ladies and gentlemen. All right? Uh, you know, a lot of people feel if, they, if they're vaccinated, they don't want to have a mask indoors. I mean, one of the most ridiculous things through all this is wear a mask to walk to your table on a re- at a restaurant, then take the mask off to eat. I mean, you know. I, I never got that. You're still sitting in the room. The air conditioning is, is still taking, again, all, you know, all the air and recycling it. So, I mean, that never made a lick of sense. But it is what it is, okay? It is what it is. What's she going to do now? If people don't mask up for the Saints game, she's, she's going she's gonna, to she's gonna, uh, say that the Saints have to lessen the amount of, uh, of people can attend the game. Is that the next step here? I mean, again, there was hardly anybody at the Pelicans game the other, the other day. And it's a lot easier, again, for, uh, for ushers to be able to tell folks at the Pelican game where there's hardly anybody in the stands to mask up. But when you got 60,000 people or 70,000 people in the dome without masking up, it's kind of hard for, again, that, that particular usher to be able to do that. So what is she trying to tell us here? Here's the other part of this. As I mentioned, Thursday, February 17, 2022, through March the 1st, 2022, of course, that's Fat Tuesday. We are light years away from, again, uh, from, from, from Mardi Gras. We're also light years away from 2020, March of 2020, okay? That's the thing she mentioned to the, to the crew captains yesterday. You know, oh, we the epicenter of the hot spot of, of COVID-19 in March of 2020. March of 2020, we didn't know what COVID-19 was. March of 2020, we, we did not have vaccinations. Okay, there was so, we've moved so much further along than March of 2020 by, again, today, October the 8th of 2021. And she wants to continue to go back there? I mean, just it's, it's mind-blowing. It's just mind-blowing. Our economy is based off the hospitality industry. It is what it is, okay? That's, the, that's our fault. For years of, again, allowing the, 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 the port to dwindle, uh, not having Fortune 500 companies both from our city, not, not diversifying our economy, you can put it all on us. But we are who we are. We're, we're, we're a tourist destination. Hospitality industry drives this city. But she continues to kill off, off what's left of it with her outdated policies that are not lockstep with the rest of the state of Louisiana despite the low, po- low positivity rate. And that's the issue here. Okay, if, if all 64 parishes were doing what she was doing, no one could complain. But she's not. And even with a low positivity rate of 2%, she continues to be able to do that. She continues to be able to, again, put us in a situation where she continues to bring harm to those businesses within the hospitality industry. And, of course, those that work in the hospitality industry as well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's always been about personal responsibility. Okay? Responsibility to get masked up. Responsibility to get vaccinated, responsibility to social distance, responsibility to make up your own mind on on the risk that you are willing to assume when you go out in public. We have enough information now about COVID-19 that you know what the risks are. You know what they are. You know if you have a pre-existing condition. Okay, you know if, if, again, if you're going to be at risk if you go out. How about that personal responsibility? Just say it right now, ladies and gentlemen, too much power is in the hands of an amateur power-hungry mayor and, of course, now that means a slow death for our city's economy as that continues on and on and on. Now, 
Here's the other thing. She continues to hold Mardi Gras hostage as if she's got a COVID-19 crystal ball. I want to remind everybody what this weekend was supposed to be. This weekend, with a 2% positivity rate, was supposed to be Jazz Fest weekend. An outdoor festival in a city with, again, 2% positivity rate. But the fairgrounds is going to be empty. We lose out on that, on that economic boost because of her archaic policies, and they continue. But you know what? Prepare yourself, ladies and gentlemen, because you've got four more years of this. Okay, you tell me who is going, who, who out there that is running for mayor right now has any type of traction to be able to beat her Again, the lack of funds to be able to get to, be able to get the name recognition. I mean, I see these guys and, and gals out there. They're all over social media. Social media is a blip on the radar screen, okay? There's no real money out there for those folks to get their message out. So it looks like you're going to get four more years of this, and she knows it. She knows it. Bottom line is, at a 2% positivity rate, she should have rolled back these mandates she shouldn't even be discussing about the possibility of maybe holding Mardi Gras hostage, something that is, that is months away. Okay, we're talking, you know, months, months and months away. But the beat goes on in New Orleans. And meanwhile, the hospitality industry dies a slow death. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll be joined by Mike Fasan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Fasan of Football Podcast. Eric Asher with you until uh, until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Looking for a company that's got ASC certified mechanics? How about a shop that's got the same diagnostic equipment that you get at the dealerships without the dealership prices? How about the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something that fits every single person's budget out there, and financing is available? Again, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You're talking about our friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Of course, if you've got damaged rims, they can repair those rims for you as well. Uh, Southern Tire, again, uh, has financing available for you. Also, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. I've been saying this a long time. There's no way you stay in business in New Orleans this long if, if ultimately you're not treating your customers right. If you get a flat, don't fret about it. Bring it over to Southern Tire. If they're repaired for you, if it can't be repaired, you've got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area to choose from. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to, from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558, or again, go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their, for their customers. As I've mentioned before, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, 
or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniveling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Your goals, your future, your dreams. These things are none of our business. Your credit score, your true crime obsession, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. Oh, is someone there? Oh, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy. Simplified. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, they got you covered. That's right, uh, financing we have for generators. They, they'll meet with you, sit down with you, find out again what you're looking for in terms of a generator for your home or your business, uh, put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Also, again, 24-7, 365 emergency service. When your generator breaks down, they're there for you. Also, folks, don't forget, again, if you've used that generator over 100 hours, you've got to make sure that you have that service before you, before you crank that generator up again. Burkhardt can do that for you as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. They're the experts. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We bring on Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench of, uh, Podcast, also Vazan on Football Podcast. Mike, how are you? Doing my, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing fine. I tell you good, what. Good. After, I don't know what Hurricane Ida did to traffic in this city, but it, it made it worse ten times, tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious. Incredible. Well, you got to figure it's got a lot more people in town because of, because of folks that are coming in to try to 
help with the recovery. But uh, yeah, traffic yeah. traffic is um, is tough, no doubt about it. Oh my God, Mike! Uh, but before we get say. started, to tell the folks about the podcast. Fazan on Football podcast. Uh, it's on the Anchor app. It's on. Uh, you can get it through iTunes app. You can get it through Spreaker, Google, uh, all kind of. Uh, all kind of platforms, pretty you know exactly like yours, my man. Your anchor uh, podcast platform. Also, Hot Off the Bench with Scott Craig, Billy Healy, and myself. We do that on the podcast app, and you can also get that on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and everything else, Spotify. So look for us there. Beautiful, Mike. Let's start off again. What happened last week with LSU? Uh, again, the uh, doors are closing very, very quickly on Ed Ocheron's tenure at, at LSU. Uh, again, even, again, those that, that may have been fighting for him in the past have kind of backed off based on, again, yeah. the 8-7 and seven record uh, since the uh, national championship and all the off-the-field stuff that's been swirling around him. Uh, give us your thoughts. Yeah, I titled my podcast this week, Dead Coach Walking, and uh, you can pretty much know where that's going, but... Um, it's not just the it's not just the wins and loss record, Derek. I think he's he's losing his mind. He's he's hopping back to people in press conferences. He's answering prank phone callers. You know, talking about we got a special fishing hole for guys like you at home. You know, stuff like that. And I think the pressure's getting to him. Um, you know, the sissy blue shirt deal. Uh, you know this type of thing being photographed all over the all over town when you should be photographed. You know, watching film maybe. <laughs> but um, and then that and then you add that to the win loss record since 2019, and it just doesn't uh, look good. I mean, um, not Scott Woodward's man. Scott Woodward did not hire him, and it seems to me instead of ingratiating himself to. Woodward, he's doing the complete opposite, and he thinks he's bulletproof because he won that natty. And the further away from you get to that, from that natty, that national championship, with no Joe Brady, no Joe Burrow, everything else is the same. And while, well, of course, no Dave Aranda, who you, who he chased away, it, wheels are coming apart. So the wheels are falling off the wagon. So. It doesn't look good for him. He's gonna. I heard you and Sean talking the other day, and I agree both of y'all. And take a miracle at the run the table, had to beat Alabama, and we both know that's not gonna happen. Unless I don't even know if that. I don't even know if that helps him at this point, Mike. I mean, I mean, the point. I just think there's point. so much negativity around the around the program. You know, I, I mentioned. Um, Renee Nato's uh, uh, article in CrestedCitySports.com, similar to the one, the, 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 the snippet you sent me about a week and a half ago about the 2019 class. He breaks down every single class that Ed Ogeron has had since he's been in LSU. And when you really look at this and you see, again, how many of those recruits actually stayed at LSU and, and have actually, again, either played or make a difference for LSU, uh, it, 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 it'll, it'll blow your mind. It'll, and, and it really right. is the the... the uh, the telltale of why this program is in the position it's in right now. Agreed. Um, they either lost players through transfer, players didn't work out, they ran some players off, um, players maybe got injured, but that that was a top three class, and they've done nothing with it. That was a class coming off the national championship. You know, you figure you win the national championship, you guaranteed it. Too, when you have save and you got to 
there as okay. well. We're, so. we're losing Mike here. Mike, hang in there for us. Let's grab a real quick break. Let's see if we get Mike in a better cell. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Vazan is our guest. We'll be right back. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property, insurance and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or dave me at insagency.com Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. We are Cumulus Media New Orleans, and we're all about being our Big Easy Best and your Community One stations. Hi, this is Troy Duhon from the Premier Automotive Group, and I was born and raised in this great city of New Orleans, and I'm proud to be a product of the state education system. I've been selling cars in this city for 39 years to thousands of happy customers. But what I'm most proud of is our Giving Hope Foundation that is feeding thousands of people every day, people like you and me. Thank you to all of our supporters and volunteers who make our work possible. 
because in life, all of us need somebody to give us hope because love truly does change everything. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Welcome back to the William Grant Family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6. Mike Mazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, and also uh, Fazano Football podcast is with us. Mike, you were talking a little about LSU and about, about Ed Ogeron but before we, uh, we lost connection with you. Well, I'm sorry about that. I was driving by nine-mile nine point power plant, so you know they don't, there's no electricity around that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so, um, we were just talking about the 2019 recruiting class, how it's mm-hmm. pretty much been a bust. Yes. And, uh, you know, some of the guys he's lost to transfer, uh, not panning out, ran off, um, injury, uh, you know, and that's one off a national championship year where you figure you're going to be guaranteed at least the number two spot because you're going against Nick Saban every year. And he's always number one, his recruiting classes. But, um, yeah, it's just it's a shame because it, it, you know when you look at it on paper, you think, oh my god, because you kind of forget some of the names, and then when you go back and you look at it, you're like, wow, where are these uh, players at? And so, yeah, that's part of the problem. And, and I'll tell you this: if you look at Renee Nato's uh, article in CrestedSports.com, it, it's even more revealing because yeah. he takes it back to 2017, and he goes mm. 2017 all the way to the present. I'm telling you, the the number of defections, guys that were injured, guys that never played a down for LSU, ended up transferring yeah. to another school. I mean, it's mind-blowing. It, it it shows you why, again, they're struggling like they are right now uh, in, in terms of, again, the offensive line all the way down. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how it plays yeah. out. Look, they got a chance. Kentucky uh, tomorrow, a lot of people believe Kentucky's going to have a little bit of a hangover after Florida. Uh, LSU's a very, very desperate team. What do you think happens tomorrow? Yeah, I think, look, it's hard for Kentucky, who, who had a program-defining victory last week against Florida, uh, to get up. And I said they, to keep climbing that mountain. I said in my podcast, it's tough for college-age athletes to keep fighting and climbing and conquering that hill every single week. Especially, Eric. If I'm not mistaken, I think Georgia's next on the on the schedule for Kentucky. So, if that's the case, then they'll be looking ahead. Now, now, how about this? LSU is now on the trap team, the trap game. <laughs> if Kentucky's got Georgia coming up, they could be looking ahead of LSU. How about that? Man, how the mighty that's have crazy. fallen. But um, yeah, so it's. And LSU is a desperate team, but listen, they had a heartbreaking loss last week too. They gave a game away, and it do like if Jake Peace can figure out what the hell he's doing, like with calling plays, then he needs LSU is not going to be. How do you pick LSU in any game for the rest of the season? Except you know, I think they have one ULM. like you know, ULM. Yeah, it's, so, it's ULM. I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, he they run the RPO. Well, R means run. And you can't run. <laughs> you can't run the ball. So if you're running that, that, that eliminates the run part of that play. And there's no linebackers biting on that. You can't run the ball. The, the run block has been absolutely the worst I've ever seen for LSU. It's horrible. It's atrocious. It's laughably bad. And the way LSU is, and LSU's inability to run the ball is mind-boggling to me. It's unbelievable. Yep. It is. <laughs> but, it's, it's, it's the yeah. key to their demise, honestly. 
I mean, I mean you know, you had you can't, can't run the ball in the Southeastern Conference. You, you're not going to be competitive. Absolutely. So I think Jake Peake is going to take the whole shit, the ship down with him. <laughs> Who's your own went out and got him? I said on my podcast that uh, I don't think Joe Brady recommended Jake Peets. I think Joe Brady was getting rid of Jake, Jake Peets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, again, look, if, if he wasn't on the hot seat at the end of last season, maybe he could have uh, lured some top coordinators. But yep. uh, after going through so many coordinators in such a short period of time and uh, knowing that, uh, that, again, if you're a, a top coordinator, why would you hook your wagon to Ogeron and LSU? Right. I mean, uh, he ended up what he ended up with, two guys that had yep. no experience. No, you know, I it think is Durante what it is. Jones is. I think Durante Jones is improving. I think he's doing better. He is getting better. Is, I mean, the fourth quarter on Auburn, that's against Auburn. That's on the offense, man. You got to do something with all. You can't keep counting on defense to come in three out, three and out at the three and out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ran out of gas. I mean, they're chasing. I mean, Bo Nix is running oh, around. They like want to feel forever. Yeah, like right. Fran talking to But in the fourth quarter, they on the field, they wear down. Yep. And then, you know, even with all of that, you still had a chance. You still had possession of the ball with a chance to win the game, and they mm-hmm. couldn't do it. So they, I think they had to call a timeout, or they had to delay a game coming out of the Delay call. a game. It's insane. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's worse than when Les Miles was there running the offense. Really well, is. It's about to it's about to run its course. Let's talk a little bit since we're pressed for time. Let's talk a little bit about the Saints. Twenty seven twenty one losers to the Giants in overtime last week yeah. with Washington football team on tap. Mm, 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 mm. Another team that gave away one. You know, you said something to Sean the other day about the Hurricane Homecoming hangover and I mean yeah, you I almost hit, hated to say it. <laughs> no, but I mean you were right. I think you were absolutely spot on. Uh but I think they kind of survived that and navigated through it, and we're winning, mm-hmm. going away. But you had a couple of breaks, the long pass to Saquon Barkley, right against your best defensive player. You know, the highest paid cornerback in the league, I believe, in the history of the football. Now, one of them, and um, that wasn't a play that the number one cornerback makes. So mm-hmm. I don't know what happened on that play, but. But, but Marshawn Lattimore was completely fooled, I guess, peeking into the backfield. And, you know, Eric, I had just said it. I was at the game with a couple of friends of mine. You know them. And uh, I said, you know, the only thing we can't, the Saints can't allow is a big play right here. <laughs> if they're going to score, make them eat up clock. Well, the very next play, touchdown. I'm like, okay. Well, that that went out the window. Yep. But, but you know, even though – even though the Giants tied the game, I still thought the Saints were going to win. I never felt like the Saints were ever going to lose that game. I just didn't. And then uh, no, I, I, I didn't either. I didn't either. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, I did not either. I thought, again, yeah. no matter what, they'd have a chance to be able to come back. Uh, but, again, once they got into overtime and they got the ball and you never saw the ball again, that was another shocking thing, that the yeah. defense couldn't put up a stop. Couldn't, couldn't get a stop. Couldn't get a stop. I mean, you know, look uh, – the Saints' defense, are, they run around saying they want to be the reason they win. Well, you got to be the reason. You can't be the reason they lose. Uh, so it was a combination of things. Everybody's been saying that Sean Payton's got to trust Jameis Winston. You pick Jameis sure. Winston to be your quarterback. The only way Jameis Winston learns the offense is to let him run it and make mistakes and learn from the mistakes. And hopefully the mistakes aren't catastrophic. But the, but this thing about 
running, you know, eye formation out in Camaro on a fourth and three where nobody and nobody's going to be fooled. I mean, because you're afraid to put the ball in your quarterback's hands. I mean, that's that, that's not getting you anywhere. It's not helping Winston. That's for sure. So, what do you think um, about this weekend against Washington? You know, I think they beat Washington. They have some injuries. The Giants had injuries, but I think sure. this, is, this is a pattern we're on the Sean Payton. They have a good game. They overlook a bad team, but they don't overlook a bad team two weeks in a row. So I think the Saints bounce back. Uh, I think Winston gets a little more leeway with the offense. Uh, they go into the bye three and two with Tampa coming up, and hopefully you get Michael Thomas and David Onyemata back coming back from the bye. Yep. Well, so again, I'm 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 thinking they're the more desperate team now, especially going into the bye week, and I'm sure yeah. we're going to get the the best effort from the Saints on 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 Sunday, and I think they'll be, be a more prepared team as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, I mean, look, we're all human, and you know, you've been away from home that long, and you got to deal mm-hmm. with with issues when oh. you get home, just like everybody else, and then you got it's a true. game coming up. I think if it was a, I think if the Saints were playing Tampa last week. They wouldn't have overlooked it, but the fact they played an zero three team, eh, mm-hmm. you know, and as much I think as they it's human nature, they overlook, yeah, they overlook them. They can say no they doubt. Can say they didn't overlook them all they want, but they did, and yep. they, it bit them on the butt because they had that game signed, sealed, and delivered. You no know, doubt, that's a game the Saints My- win. You're up by eleven, deep in the fourth quarter, you win that game. What are your predictions for both LSU and, and Washington football team as we wrap it up? Well, I think oh, I can't pick LSU. Uh, I'll say LSU wins. I think Kentucky. It just reminds me when LSU beat Florida back in the in the 90s, and then they came back and lost. Florida was mm-hmm. number one, and LSU came back yep. and lost late in against Ole Miss. And I think the Saints will. I think the Saints will take care of Washington, even though they yeah. have trouble in D.C. They always have trouble yeah. up there. Mike, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks so much for Thanks. joining us. We'll do a full slate next week uh, as we uh, re-look back at the uh, week that was and look forward to uh, next the next football weekend. Always fun, my brother. Always fun. Have a good one. At Michael Vazan on Twitter and on Facebook. And, of course, Hot Off the Bench podcast uh, with uh, Scott Craig and, uh, of course, his own podcast, which he's been putting out pretty much every week now, Fasano Football Podcast. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for William Grant product. Henry's Jim Malaco, Tequila, Rekha Vodka. You love scotch? We've got a great lineup for you. All-star lineup. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey. The Balvini Scotch Whiskey. Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey and Mucky Shoulder. Uh, bourbon is Fistful of Bourbon and also Hudson Bourbon. Uh, if you love uh, tell, uh, Irish Whiskey, tell them do Irish Whiskey is our brand. Also, uh, again, as far as the uh, uh, the rum portfolio, it is Sailor Jerry rum and Florida Canyon Nicaraguan rum, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, coming up in hour number two, we talk Tulane with Gary Smith of NOLA.com and the Wave Report. That happens at 510, 535. We look back at the Saints and Giants, look forward to the Saints and Washington football team with uh, Ross Jackson, host of Locked On Saints podcast. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you to six. Stick around, won't you?
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. family still is Friday extravaganza 
You're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon. It's my privilege to bring you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, mobile apps that you can take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Podcasts available on all major podcasting platforms. We're pretty much on every podcasting platform out there now. Anchor is our home base, though. And, of course, join us tonight for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, Jude Young of CrestedSports.com and Nash FM 106.1 is our guest. That's tonight, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 10 o'clock on WLAE. 2 a.m. Saturday morning on the Deuce, WLA TV 2, and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Again, Jude Young joined us, and uh, we covered Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, a little UNO basketball. Uh, I think we even got into a little bit of high school as well. Uh, but, again, uh, uh, great show with Jude. Hope you get a chance to go check it out. We'll have it up on our social media platforms, at underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook at some point this evening. Uh, Coming up in just a couple seconds, it's going to be uh, Gary Smith of the Wave Report and NOLA.com. He's going to get us, uh, uh, so he's going to talk to us a little bit about what happened with uh, Tulane uh, last night. And we'll look forward to uh, also getting his thoughts on Tulane in the future. And then Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints uh, podcast, will join us at 535. We'll look at back at the uh, Giants Saints. We'll look forward to the Saints and also uh, the Washington football team. Today's program is brought to you by our good friends at the uh, William Grant Family Distillers. Uh, Henrik's Gym, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vodka. If you love, again, quality spirits, they're the hottest spirits on the market. Uh, how about a lineup of scotches that are second to none? Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, and Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey Shoulder as well. All, again, award-winning scotches. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey is the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. It's with the Irish drink. And, of course, uh, if you love bourbon, Fistful of Bourbon, uh, and also um, Hudson Bourbon is our bourbon portfolio. Uh, the rum portfolio has Florida Cognac Nicaraguan rum, along with Sailor Jerry rum and every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation, taking care of active military, retired military members and their family. The Gott Foundation will help them with utility bills, insurance premiums, uh, home repairs, mortgage payments, rent, even living expenses, and also family needs. Uh, again, if you want to give back to those that have given so much to us, you can do it through the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtruths.org, or... Treat yourself to a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, and a portion of the proceeds go to the God Foundation. All right, let's bring on uh, Gary Smith of the Rave Report, NOLA.com, The Advocate, and Times-Picayune. Gary, how are you today? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Better effort from Tulane last night, but but yes. not good enough. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing, uh, Gary, yeah. I have to say. You know, again, uh, really disappointed how, how they got manhandled uh, mm-hmm. against UAB and yep. then really just got destroyed by East Carolina. But, again, they came out with a really good effort last night. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I thought they had a really – as the game went on, I thought – I said, they might be able to pull this thing out. Uh, I got to look at – I got to say one thing. I said it to the audience earlier. I'd love to get your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Look, I understand being aggressive, going forward on fourth down. Why are you going forward on fourth and two late in the game on your side of the, uh, of the 50 when you're only four points down and you have a chance to maybe – again, you got a, you got a really good punter. Yeah. Uh, punt it deep, play defense, and, and then maybe have a chance to be able to come back. After they scored, uh, after that after that uh, uh, missed fourth down play, it pretty much mm-hmm. was over. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I did not like the decision, but I, I understand where it was coming from because the defense had really tapered off and it, it, it happened suddenly. But on, on Houston's previous drive, they got in the ball at their own 20 and gone 80 yards for a touchdown, and they were starting for three quarters, really. Tulane barely missed a tackle, and, and, and they were holding up the line of scrimmage, and yep. suddenly it was back to what had been happening in other games where they were kind of getting blown off the line of scrimmage. The reason I wouldn't have gone for it is because the chances of making it from what we'd seen weren't very good <laughs> at that point because uh, at that point Pratt was getting pressure on every play and he had to rely on it. You had to rely on an accurate throw and a wide receiver to make a tough catch. And that's just not been Tulane's strength this year. Their wide receiver core has been a huge, huge disappointment. Tight ends have done great, but it's a little harder to get it to a tight end on fourth and two when the other team's expecting it. Um, most of Tulane's tight end plays come when they slip them out uncovered when, <laughs> when teams aren't expecting it. So that is why I would have punted because I just didn't think there was a high, I didn't think there was much of a probability of success uh, on that play. So I would agree, punt it deep. You know you're going to get a good punt. I'm not. I wasn't liking Tulane's odds to stop Houston at that point, but certainly a much better chance of stopping him going 80 yards than stopping him going 45 yards. <laughs> I'm with you. I will say this: you mentioned the tight ends, uh, Chip Long. I, I love yeah. his offense. He's very, very creative. What he did with yeah. the tight ends last night was remarkable. Uh, I mean, just I mean the stuff that we we used to do maybe in flag football back in the day, but it worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's uncanny the way he gets the, he, he runs these misdirection plays and nobody covers these guys. Um, uh, four, four catches, two, um, five catches overall, three for Tyreek James, um, two for Will Wallace, and on four of them they were they were lonesome, and a lot of them were big plays. And uh, you know, he, he is creative. It's funny. That two-point conversion that Tulane made with the pass back to Pratt, they worked on that Mm -hmm. for five minutes on Wednesday, and I thought they were nuts. It didn't work one time, but, of course, the defense knows it's coming in in practice, Mm -hmm. and and Pratt, he's a little gimpy right now, but they worked on it so many times that they had it down to a science, so when they were playing a team that wasn't expecting the play coming, nobody he's wide open but that's an example what i really do like about chip long is the stuff that i see them do in practice they then run in games i I can Mm -hmm. mention i I know plenty of offensive coordinators in the past not will hall um the predecessor but guys before then where i'd watch them run stuff in practice and then the games would start and it looked like the offense was totally different than anything they'd even tried to do in practice they the, the plays that chip long runs at work work because they drill them in practice over and over yeah, I thought you, you really broke it down really well in, in the paper today with your three and out on really yeah. what, what is really holding this Tulane team back. Talk about it. Yeah, just, I mean, to me, the number one issue, the, the, the wide receivers just aren't making plays. And, 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 uh, it, 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 it's sort of a miss. Jaquan, Jaquan Jackson had a knee injury in the preseason, but he looks fine on punt returns, um, and kickoff returns. I, I just don't think that Chip Long has any confidence in Jaquan Jackson as a wide receiver at this point. Um, and then Deuce Watts is not healthy right now either. He didn't play much last night, but there's not a single wide receiver on this team that they can rely on to do anything at, at this point. I mean, there, Probably their most productive wideout is Shea Wyatt, who was playing Division Two football last year. He's made some plays, but he had a key drop last night. And and they all, if you watch them, they really have a hard time getting separation on one-on-one coverage. Um, and that's not one wide receiver; that's every wide receiver. And then when they do get open, you can't count on them to catch the ball, and that's just holding this offense back. I mean, again, Tulane's never had a sixty percent 
completion quarterback in the entire Willie Fritz era. And that's exactly where Michael Pratt is right now at 60%. And just imagine what it would be if he could count on wide receivers. Heck, if he even had the Jaquan Jackson and Deuce Watts that he had last year <laughs> when they were, when both of them were a lot more inexperienced than they were this year. It's a little, it's been a recruiting issue, but even the guys that they've got in the program that have proven they can play aren't getting the job done this year. And it's really holding the offense back. Well, I mean, you hit it on it as well, again, about, uh, you know, I mean, eight sacks last night. I mean, yeah, Michael well, Pratt is already hurt. That, I mean, you, yeah. I, it, it, I mean he's ridiculous. getting beaten up. Houston won, and let's give credit to Houston. They led the conference in sacks going into the game, and Tulane knew it was going to be an issue. But, yeah, I mean, he was it was eight sacks, and it could have been 16. <laughs> he was he was under siege um, mm-hmm. for most of that game. Um, he could he definitely could do a better job seeing the blitzes coming sometimes, but most of them it's not an issue of him seeing it. It's him it, 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 it's <laughs> see the ball hit the man from 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 the defenders, and, and that was a bad matchup for, for Tulane going in with, with, with Houston's pass rush being as good as it is, and and that's another surprise because this is a experienced offensive line. The only newcomer on the offensive line is uh, Rashad Green at at, at right yeah. tackle, but but the issues are pretty much all over the board up front and, and, and then some miscommunications and then one the, the, the key play in the game that didn't have anything to do with that that was probably a bad play call because the way willie fritz described it last night Tulane had a lead they were in houston territory they had all the momentum and they tried to do this like naked bootleg pass with with uh with michael pratt because they thought the defensive lineman on that side was going to go inside and instead he ran straight up nobody blocked him and nobody was assigned to block him and he just pummeled pratt fumble and yes. that's where the game changed so that was not that that wasn't their best moment that was not one of Chip Long's best moment or whoever or whoever's responsible for that play design. Um, but other than that, that that's one sack. <laughs> the other seven sacks were Tulane just getting whipped at the line of scrimmage. And last year, I, I mean, again, I kind of got it, right? I mean, they mm-hmm. lose their best yeah. offensive linemen, and yeah. at that point, uh, you know, but, but this year, as you mentioned, it's, full comment of offensive linemen and, and eight sacks last night. Uh, yeah. Pratt couldn't even get – taking the snap was, was a, a challenge to be able to mm-hmm. get the ball out. Yeah, and, and and look, I think part of it, 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 part of it's inexplicable. Part of it is the attrition in, in the coaching situation, because again, Tulane had a terrific offensive line coach, um, uh, left to Southern Miss, then went on, then went on to Arkansas um, after the season was over, and they thought they had a great hire. Um, and his replacement, and, the, and, the, and the, the guy left after one week in spring ball to, to go to Iowa. And so then Willie Fritz had to start all over. He hired a guy that Chip Long is familiar with, um, who'd, who'd been, but he'd been a graduate assistant at Notre Dame. He was a, he, this is his first job in a, as a Division One college football offensive line coach. And it, these guys are hearing a different voice for the third time in, in, in 12 months. And for whatever reason, they have not made the progress that you would expect. Because, again, Corey Dublin, has more career starts than any player in Tulane history at, mm-hmm. at left guard. So Sincere Hainsworth's having a pretty good year at, at center, um, right. um, but uh, they're they're just they're they're loaded with they're loaded with experience up front, except at right tackle, and they're just not getting the production. And and, and it is it's got to be mystifying. Now the run blocking was better last night. It had been an issue mm-hmm. going into that game, but they're not going to be good teams if they can't protect Michael Pratt because they're not going to be able to run all over good teams. They're going to have to be able to give him time to throw the ball. And he's proven that when he gets time, he can do damage. And uh, he just doesn't get enough time most of the time. And the flip side to that, you mentioned it as we opened up the segment today, mm-hmm. the defense, again, playing well, tackling yeah. well for felt like three quarters, and then mm-hmm. they reverted back to what, is, what has really yeah. been the death nail for them all season long. 
And I think that's a confidence issue at this point because, yeah, even when Houston took the 14 nothing lead in the first two possessions, converted a lot of three down, third downs, those were some great plays by, by Houston. I, Tulane wasn't missing tackles. They weren't missing assignments. They were just getting beat by good players. And then the touchdown pass was a spectacular catch in the corner of the end zone to make it 14 to nothing. But yes. I even tweeted at the time that Tulane was tackling much better than they had in the previous three games. And, yeah, it, it stayed all the way up. Um, they even they, – they, um, they they come up with a with a stop. They're only they're 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 still ahead by two, and then the next three drives they just they did revert back. And I yeah, I don't think there's a lot of self belief out there with those guys. They're sort of the here we go again syndrome at this point when you've been beaten down. I mean the the, the stat that just amazes me is uh, they've now two and zero and five against um, FBS teams, and all five of those teams have had their season high for yards against Tulane's defense against against FBS opponents. Every single one of them. Oklahoma, Ole Miss, UAP, East Carolina, and Houston. Because Houston's not that prolific in offense. they got playmakers, but their high total for yards going into the game was 405, and Tulane was on pace to hold them under that until the fourth quarter collapsed. Someone questioning letting Jack Curtis go and bringing Chris Hampton in. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was – I consider Jack Curtis a friend of mine. I thought he did a good job as a defense coordinator. I did think it was time for a change because something was wrong with that defense last year. When you have two um, NFL caliber guys that are contributing in the NFL as rookies this year and Patrick Johnson and Cam Sample, and your defense is still struggling to stop teams in critical situations, I felt like there had been a, an erosion of confidence in him. So I, I, I did understand why Willie Fritz let him go, but – yeah, yeah. Uh, he he brings in a guy who's never been a a, a, a defensive coordinator before, and um, I think we're we're seeing it. Chris Hampton's learning on the job in his first yep. year at Tulane, and you don't want a guy learning on his job when bad stuff happens, because yeah, it, it's just not. There was no way they could foresee this collapse, especially in the run defense earlier in the year. Um, and and I I, I see the players still support him a hundred percent. They say it's all their fault, but it, but but. Something's not going right when, when, when we're seeing a pretty experienced defense that's having this amount of holes game in, game out. Gary Smith is, uh, has his website, The Wave Report, also writes for NOLA.com, The Advocate, The Times, Pick You. We'll take a quick break. We come back. Tulane's going into a bye week. We'll talk about what could be or what may be happening with this program as it doesn't look good with this murderous row in front of them in terms of the schedule. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Whether you're a contractor, professional, maybe you're a business property owner, at Dave Miet, they got you covered. They offer general liability, professional liability, builders, Rick, builders risk part Pardon me, Workman's Comp, commercial property and automobile coverage for commercial and business customers. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Dave Miet Insurance is a uh, independent insurance agency that searches over 50 companies for the coverage that you need at the best price you can get. Here's the easy thing. You call Dave, you're going to save. There's no doubt about that. Uh, again, you want a company that's going to be have your back when you need it and, of course, going to answer the phone when, when you need it. Dave will do that for you. Again, 504-556-0809. Uh, you can set up a meeting in his uh, office on uh, Veterans Next to Shogun and Mentory. Or better yet, head to his uh, website, which is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs and questions. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Again, if you want to save, call Dave at 504-556-0809. Marty McFly Mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon. 
and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Football, music festivals, finding the perfect costume. It's going to be an autumn to remember. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Look out for a stalled vehicle that's blocking the right lane on the Crescent City Connection eastbound at the toll plaza. And delays are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Manhattan Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also, delays are solid if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. On the westbound side, if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway, backups are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. On the 310 on the northbound side, delays are heavy from just past St. Rose to I-10. And on 10 eastbound, your backups are from Loyola to Power, picking back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Morrison. Also be mindful of accident and accident that's blocking two left lanes on 10 eastbound at Downman. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from City Park to the airport. If you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side, delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Till 6 o'clock, it is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Gary Smith of... Um, uh, the Wave Report and Noel.com is our guest. Gary, now, uh, as we as Tulane goes into their bye week, not looking good uh, at a 1-5 yeah. start and just a really tough schedule in front of them. Talk a bit about it. Yeah, and, and let me put let me um, put one thing to, to bed a little bit. I know it, 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 it's a lot of fan talk when a team's struggling, that the team has quit and gone into the tank and all that. None of that has happened with Tulane. They're playing like garbage in some games. That wasn't the case for the most part against Houston. But, the, but Willie – Fritz has changed the culture around. They're, they're, during the Bob Toledo years, definitely in the second half of the year, there was a lot of quit in Tulane in some of those years. You could tell that they'd thrown in the towel. This team is not. That's not the issue. The issue for them recovering from this one and five start, unlike when they recovered from their two and five start a, a, a couple of years ago, is that schedule. Um, it's just, it's just, it, it, it's not looking good. They got to play at SMU in two weeks, and I don't think SMU player for player is as talented as Houston, but they've got a better offensive system than, than Houston, and and they're more productive on offense than Houston, and that's just not a good matchup for Tulane right now going against a team that can throw for 400 yards a game game with ease, and it's on the road, and it's against a team that Tulane's never beaten. <laughs> Willie Fritz, and, and then the week after that, it's Cincinnati at home, and Cincinnati's the fifth-ranked team in the country. Tulane could right. play very well in those two games and not win those two games. That's that's mm-hmm. the problem at, at one and five. I do think that the, the the performance we saw against Houston for three quarters is more going to be what we see the rest of the year. Um, I think Tulane recovered from the, the funk they were in, but but. The winds are it, – it, it's hard to see the winds coming, and if Tulane gets to one and seven, then that's the end of any bowl possibility right there. And then they're just playing for, for, for pride like plenty of Tulane teams were in the past before Willie Fritz arrived. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really, really difficult. There's no doubt about it. But with that said, again, Willie Fritz not on the hot seat here at all. I mean, again, uh, even if – I mean, it, it doesn't look good at one and five, right? And then maybe facing one and eight. And look, he, it doesn't look good. And when when they lost Oklahoma and barely lost, and he came out and said that they were you know brutally disappointed, and they didn't go they go into every game thinking they're going to win, and, and and it was a road game in Oklahoma at that time, so it's hard to turn it turn it around and say you know your your program's not ready for that. But no, he's in he's in no, a lot of fans want him to be in trouble, I'm sure, with a one and five start, but. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's in no danger whatsoever at this point. And I'm telling you, this team's not going to collapse. I've, I've, I'm around this program every day. They're not going to go one in eleven. I mean, obviously, 
a losing record at this point is a is a huge disappointment for this team after three straight bowl games for sure but they're they're not going to go away they're not going to quit they're not going to do any of that stuff they have some chance to win some games um they, if they, if they can't pull off the major upsets in the next two games they have some they have some winnable games after that but he's not he's not going anywhere it's just not regardless of what anybody believes and i certainly don't believe he should be on the hot sure, seat but regardless way. of what anybody believes the fact is he's not on the hot seat <laughs> so it's a, it's a moot point and he but he does have some questions to answer because I think part of the issue this year is that not only did the players think they were better than they turned out to be, I think the coaches thought they were better than they turned out to be. And he even made a comment last night that they they ran some plays and did some things both offensively and defensively where the coaches needed to know what their players were capable of doing better better than they did. I, I, I think Willie Fritz is a little mystified actually at, at what's mm-hmm. gone wrong this year, why they can't, why they haven't been able to run better consistently, why they haven't been able to tackle better, which is one of his hallmarks <laughs> as yes. a coach. And I, I really do think they underestimated as did I, the significance of losing Cam Sample and, and mm-hmm. Patrick Johnson because they're just not they're not getting a pass rush this year and 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 as we see with the Saints sometimes when they don't get a pass rush everybody right. else on defense looks a whole lot worse when that's happening. No doubt about it. Tell us about the website. Tell us how folks can follow you on social media. Uh, throw it out there for us if you would. Sure. Um, the web, um, uh, already a story, already a follow story up on NOLA.com today on uh, with with players talking and players and coaches talking about how much they needed to buy and 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 and, and stuff like that. Um, Tulane.rivals.com. Every word that was uttered last night by by Willie Fritz and the three players who talked after the game is, is up on the site. Uh, there, I'm going to do a film review on the next couple of days. Um, Full full analysis of exactly what what went wrong in the in, in the fourth quarter will be coming shortly um, at Tulane.rivals.com, thewaverport.com. We'll check in with you next week, my friend. Thanks so much for the time, as always. Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, well, one thing's for sure: when I come on next week, week Tulane will not have lost again. Uh, that, that, that is a fact, buy. Jack. It's a good time to have a buy. <laughs> they needed to buy at the biggest time, so they'll still be one in five when we talk next week. There you go. Sounds good. That's Gary Smith. All right, Gary. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. Thanks All right, coming up next is is Ross Jackson of Locked On uh, Saints podcast. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if the if the storm has destroyed your air conditioning system, or it's time to upgrade, think about Burkhardt. Ask about their twenty five percent energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing for your system as well. Authorize yourself some of the top brands in the industry. And then, of course, standing behind, the, again, what they what they sell. The service after the sale is impeccable. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company can trust. They'll treat your home like their home. They'll treat your business like their business. Again, the attention to detail is second to none. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. In the market for a new system, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. 
Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Suburban Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Hi, this is NOLA food goddess Lauren Godin with a la minute, your 60-second bite and sip of everything delicious across Metro New Orleans. This week, on a hot tip, I headed to a food truck in the lot on Earhart across from the Home Depot called Viva Las Vegan. Two native New Orleanians, Chef Filio and his wife Miriam, have been cooking old-school Creole food when their doctor recommended they consider going meat-free. After some research, they started developing their own vegan recipes and the result is fantastic. Burgers, nachos, salads, biscuits, specials, homemade drinks and desserts, y'all, everything is out of this world and all plant-based. Want a burger salad? Ask to skinny it up. An impossible burger crumbled on soft leafy greens topped with grilled onions, avocado, pickles, tomatoes, jalapenos, and the spicy buffalo sauce. Amazing. Don't sleep on the biscuits or any of their creations. I can't wait to go back. Walk up or use easy online ordering from the Viva Las Vegan socials. Eating plant-based and loving it? I'm Lauren Godan for Cumulus New Orleans. Let's eat. All right, you're listening to the William Grant family. It's still this Friday's Travaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks to Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report, Nullable.com, Times Picayune, uh, for joining us on the program, talking about the Tulane Greenway. We shift our uh, our conversation now to the uh, to the New Orleans Saints. Losers last week, 27-21 to 21 in overtime to the New York Giants with the Washington football team on tap at Landover, Maryland on Sunday. Breaking it down for us, one of the best we have. Uh, from Locked On Saints podcast, Ross Jackson joins on the program. Ross, how are you, bud? Hey, buddy, doing very well. Thanks for having me back on. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Hope you're doing well. Doing great. Always, always a pleasure. Let's start off with again the loss last week. Just give us your postmortem of what you saw. 
Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think I, I saw a defense in particular is where I kind of like to start with this because it was a really interesting sort of turn of events for them. I mean, throughout the first three quarters of that game, 199 passing yards allowed 10 points. In the last fourth quarter, in the one possession of overtime alone, 203 passing yards allowed 17 points. So it was it was bad timing for the Saints defense to sort of hit their sort of worst performance of the season thus far. But do I think that they all of a sudden turn into a bad defense? No, not at all. We should give some credit as well to what the New York Giants did. Um, did a good job with some of the man beaters that they call crossing routes, mesh concepts, things like that. They really took advantage of how the Saints have been uh, playing defense so far this season. So it'll be interesting to see how they adjust moving forward from that. And then over on the offensive side, we just saw a correlation of when the Saints defense wasn't able to close the game out cleanly. We also saw some you know, lack of clarity and cleanliness on the execution side and the offensive side as well. So just unfortunate that those two things happened at the same time. And the Saints will look to bounce back going up against a different NFC East, East team, this time on the road uh, this coming weekend. But I, I do think you Learn some good things from that loss against the New York Giants, and uh, they'll look to try to implement that moving forward through the rest of the season. The big narrative this week has been trust between Jameis Winston and, and also Sean Payton. What's your take? Yeah, so for me, I, I think I think in a lot of cases, the the idea of trust may have conf- been conflated a little bit with the idea of familiarity. I mean, you look, Sean Payton and and Jameis Winston are four games into their tenure. However long it's going to be remains to be seen, but only four games in at this point. And so Sean Payton is learning what his scheme looks like when being executed by Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is learning how to execute the scheme. And there are still all of these other sort of factors that aren't being generally taken into consideration. And some of that comes down to game situation, how the opponent is playing, things like that. But you also have major injuries at the wide receiver spot, no wide receiver one, no wide receiver two, the two most important pieces on your offensive line are out right now in center and left tackle. And then you have a right guard that's playing out of position at the moment. So there's a lot to really take into consideration here uh, in terms of what this team is supposed to look like right now, which we expect it to be majority run and defensive focus to open up the season until they got all of their pieces back. So I don't really go so far into the idea of there being distrust, but certainly there's unfamiliarity. And as that becomes more familiar, then any trust that is left to be gained will come with it. But I don't think that there is less trust than there should be. If there was, Jameis Winston simply wouldn't be out on the field. One of the uh, one of the narratives also this week was again uh, was Sean Sean Payton's play calling. Uh, when you went back and looked at the game, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, look, I I saw the vision, right? I mean, I, I understand the let's go to the the fourth and, and the fourth and short call where they didn't go for the field goal. And they went for their sort of uh, toss-crack pitch play that they like to run against man concepts. They got the concept that they wanted. The execution simply wasn't there. And then all of a sudden, you weren't able to get to back to the line of scrimmage. And you end up turning the ball over on downs. And so, uh, you know, for me, again, when you look at that, you see the vision. You see the, the, the logistical nature of why that was the play call and that the Saints actually got the look that they wanted, much like the Taysom Hill interception that a lot of folks have been talking about. They got the exact look that they wanted. Deontay Harris actually won that route, but Taysom Hill just has not been the clean, the, the cleanest downfield thrower during his tenure in, in the NFL at all. We, we've seen underthrow passes, underthrown passes from him, whether it's because of a lack of arm strength in some situations, trying to push it further down the field than capable, and then in this situation, just a lack of mechanics that led to him stumping his toe effectively while trying to throw the pass. There's sort of always been a little bit of a, an acknowledgement that downfield passing is not Taysom Hill's 
strength. That's not his game. It's very much Seamus mm-hmm. Winston's game. Taysom Hill's game is the, the game that put 14 of the 21 points on the board. So I don't hold anything against Taysom Hill, but I understand the, the idea. I understand the vision behind what the play call was. And in fact, the play call worked. It's just that maybe not the responsibility to give Taysom Hill as opposed to Jameis Winston. So, look, I, I think that there are a lot of reasons to be critical. I, I absolutely do. But I also think that there are a lot of reasons to, to, to be critical and then look forward to evaluation, to look for improvement. And that's what you're going to be looking for on Sunday. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, I guess. You know, Ross, um, one of the things we've talked a lot about over the last couple of weeks is the usage of, of Alvin Kamara. 24 carries mm-hmm. last week, uh, two weeks ago, 26 last week. Uh, again, uh, the type of carries he's getting, the physical inside running. Uh, they, of course, they, they lose Jones uh, for about three to four weeks with an injury. They bring in um, uh, Devino Zebo, uh, who was uh, formerly on, on the, uh, with the Saints back in 2019, physical runner. Uh, do, what do you think is going to happen here? Will we see maybe again some of the pressure taken off Kamara with some of those inside runs going to maybe a bigger back? Or do you think he's going to stay status quo because, let's face it, his best option is Alvin Kamara right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think right now the latter is more likely. Like, like going into this Sunday's matchup, I don't expect a huge change in the game plan here. I, I think you'll still very much see Alvin Kamara running the ball and him being the focus. You know, we talked about the lack of familiarity right now between Sean Payton and Jameis Winston, but right now the only piece on the offense that is familiar to Sean Payton is Alvin Kamara. So I very much expect him to continue to be the focus, particularly moving into this week. Now, as you start to get pieces back following the bye week, that might change and open up a little bit more. But I do think you're still going to see him utilized in the run game. You'll see a couple of passes go his way probably early on in this game to make sure that they do get him involved in the pass game, which kind of got a little, um, you know, they they had to go away from him in the pass game once Tony Jones Jr. got injured last week. And so I don't Mm -hmm. think you'll you'll see Alvin Kamara set in the, for the third week in a row, a new career high in carries. But I do think that you'll still see him get those carries, get those touches, and still be the focal point of the offense. A lot of, a lot of different varying opinions on the wide receiver position of the Saints right now. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, they're a young core. I mean, the, the most experienced player that you have out there is Chris Hogan, who's getting amongst the least amount of snaps. Um, you know, they brought back Kenny Stills, and he has been getting the most attention uh, in terms of you know, deep ball looks and also, uh, you know, it's probably your cleanest route runner right now. But Deontay Harris has become your most consistent pass catching option. Uh, I think, you know, look, uh, there's a lot of talent with this wide receiver core, but it's not Michael Thomas. It's not the guys that have been in this system for years and years at the moment. It is a lot of young players or players that are new to the system. So I'm not shocked to see struggling over on the, uh, the, the wide receiver core. But I do think that there were some things that got a little bit more comfortable in last week's game. I think you saw some of the separation start to get there. You didn't see the greatest amount of separation. You didn't see it on every play, don't get me wrong. But you saw a comfort even in Jameis Winston for targeting players that were either just coming uncovered or about to be covered, the converging safety on the Jawan Johnson touchdown, for instance. I think you're seeing the comfort there and the understanding between Jameis Winston and these wide receivers and in pass catching options as a whole, including the tight end. You see the chemistry starting to really get into place there up against the Giants. The Washington football team has one of the worst pass defenses in the mm-hmm. NFL in terms of a yardage standpoint, and they're second, I believe, or second worst when it comes to passing touchdowns, number of passing touchdowns allowed. So I, I, w- I would be, you'd be hard pressed to get me to say that this Saints team 
won't try to air the ball out a little bit more in Landover, although it is a road game outdoors, so you will see your fair share of the running game. Don't get me wrong. Yes. The Saints have been running 53% of the time, passing 47%. I wouldn't be surprised to see still it dominate a little bit over to the run game, but for the quality of those 47% of passes to be more downfield, more aggressive. The defense, again, has pretty much said they put this team on their shoulders, but yet really faltered in, in, in the fourth quarter and, and really into overtime uh, against the Giants. What did you see in, in, in different than what maybe you saw in previous games? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think the, uh, the, you know, the Giants, I, I want to make sure that I give them credit because I do think that their adjustments in the second half were great. They started to you know run those crossing concepts, those mess concepts that give man coverage a lot of trouble where the Saints played. Uh, you know, quite a bit, not as much as they played in zone in this game, but they still, you know, kept going in man and they got taken advantage of in man. Uh, So I think that that is a place that they'll probably focus. I think the tackling was a big deal for the Saints as well. I mean, you saw, uh, I want to say it was Darius Tony. uh, I can't remember which player it was, but one of the Giants receivers caught a pass and bounced off Malcolm Jenkins, turned around, ran the opposite direction for, you know, another 20 some odd yards. And so I think, you know, tackling, and, and Paulson Debo actually said it this week, that has been a big focus for them so far in practice this week. So I think, look, if, if you're able to get back to making catches, tackles at the catch point, which the Saints did very well the first three, se- first three games of the season, I think that that, you know, alleviates a lot of the concerns with you uh, with it. And I think that just having a greater understanding of responsibilities and, you know, taking every threat seriously is another part of it. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore sitting down on the Saquon Barkley touchdown um, and not getting back to his deep third because he was up against uh, a running back is, is an right. understandable mistake, but not one I think you're ever going to see from him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Adebo? Do you, do you anticipate Roby moving into his spot because he's uh, struggled over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I look, I think that you, you go another week with Paulson Adebo. I, I really mm-hmm. do. And I, I think that, you know, he, he got taken advantage of a little bit in coverage in this game. He allowed 80 yards in uh, man coverage, a lot about 88 in zone coverage from my count. And so, you know, I think that it was just a game that showed that, hey, you're going to have games where you struggle. And again, it wasn't just a Devo, right? It was this, this entire defense struggled uh, in that fourth quarter in overtime against the Giants. So I do think that you give him another run. It's easier to make that transition from one corner to another when you have the bye week to also yes. get it done. Uh, than to try to do it immediately into the following week. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to, de- to see Adebo get another run. I also wouldn't be surprised to see Marshawn Lattimore in this game sticking with their number one wide receiver, which he did not do against the Giants. Mm-hmm. He didn't shadow uh, Kenny Galladay, so Adebo also had to deal with Kenny Galladay quite a bit. And so right. I wouldn't be surprised to see Marshawn Lattimore shadowing uh uh, Terry McLaurin, regardless of where he lines up, making mm-hmm. sure that Paulson Adebo is not on that number one receiver uh, to get started here as he's still developing early on in his career. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints uh, podcast with us for a couple more minutes. Break down the Washington football team for, for parts of the audience that have never seen them play yet this year. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they are a team that has a lot of weapons on that offensive side, and Taylor Heineke, they're, they're now starting quarterback after the injury to Ryan Fitzpatrick, is, first of all, a phenomenal story. He had a very long road to get to the NFL, and now here he is as a starting quarterback. I mean, it's, it's a really, really great story, but he's one of those quarterbacks that can do enough to be, uh, you know, to help extend drives and to help, you know, keep drives alive, keep plays alive. He's really good with extending plays and finding receivers you know, who are, you know, going to be working their way open. They have a very talented back and uh, they have a very talented backfield, but they're dealing with a lot of injuries. I mean, injuries to Curtis Samuel, to Cam Sims, to Logan Thomas, who's going to be out to, 
you know, Antonio Gibson was dealing with injuries. So, you know, they, they are a team that is very talented and very strong in pass protection, particularly on the left side of their offensive line, though they struggle with them on the right side of their offensive line. So, you know, it could be an opportunity for Cam Jordan to get in and get his first sack, although he's been very active and in the backfield quite a bit so far this season. Over on the defensive side, I think one of the key things to watch when it comes to Washington, obviously their front seven, their pass rush is very good but they're very injured on the second level, and it's caused them some trouble. They are right now 32nd in the NFL when it comes to third-down conversion percentage allowed at over 56%. The New Orleans Saints are sixth in that metric on the offensive side, converting 44.7% of their third down. So that will be a big thing. If the Saints are able to get back to what they did week one and week three in their wins and put together these 10, 13, 15 play drives, that's going to allow them to sort of dictate the – pacing of this game and potentially keep Washington football team's strength, which is their offense, off of the field, and Terry McLaurin in particular, off of the field. But they need to be able to protect Jameis Winston to do that, and there's a very, very good pass-rushing duo in the edge there between Chase, uh, Chase Young and Montez Sweat, who has almost all of Washington football team sacks so far. So that'll be a, a really interesting piece to watch as the Saints are still dealing with injuries on their offensive line. Ross, final question for you. As we uh, you know, close out really the first quarter of the season and we're really getting ready to go into this bye week, who are the New Orleans Saints? They are, and, and forgive me for sort of giving a, a bit of a cheap answer here, Eric, but they are a team that's looking for their identity. I mean, they don't have it yet. I agree they with you. Have, yeah, you know, they just don't have all of the information yet. You know, once they get uh, Michael Thomas back, David Onyemata back, once they get this offensive line back together, then they'll start to figure out really who they are. But as of right now, I said it to somebody else. Jackie Chan had a movie years ago called Who Am I, where he woke up from amnesia. He's yeah. not in the position, you know what I mean? He's not in the position where Jackie Chan was to where he wakes up and immediately screams, Who Am I? They're a little bit beyond that. They're self-aware. They know they have amnesia. They know they're trying to figure out their identity. So that they're taking the proper steps forward. I just don't think that they have everything in terms of their facilities available to them yet to figure out exactly who they are, and that's going to take a little bit of time. You know, normally I don't like a bye week this early, okay? But this really seems mm-hmm. to be the perfect time for this team, uh, again, based on injuries and how they've been playing. Yeah, absolutely. I remember the, seeing the bye week at the beginning of the season once uh, you know the schedule was released, and I thought, oh, here we go. The Saints end up with an early bye week again. But now, I mean, everything about this, this week six bye week has sort of changed in terms of the, the perception of it because Michael Thomas, after that mm-hmm. sixth week of the NFL, becomes available eligible to come off of the physically unable to perform list. The Saints have several players right now that are available to come off of injured reserve but need a little bit more time. This extra week makes a big difference for them. Uh, you know, David Onyemata is eligible to come back after the sixth game, so he won't be available until after week seven. But still, you get that bye week, and then you, you, know, you, you have that time to get that defense ready for him to get back into. So I do think that you know, I went from early on being a little bit concerned about the early bye, mm-hmm. especially with the additional game, right? Because then you're coming out of the sure. bye week, you've got 12 straight games to go, right. but hey, now you're getting all these healthy pieces back to get started with that run. I'm with you. I'm with you. Again, uh, a much-needed win this weekend to go 3-2 and two into the bye week. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Tell the folks about your great podcast, how folks can follow you on social media. Hey, appreciate you. Listen, always a pleasure to be here with you. I always get excited when you ask me to come through, so I'm always glad to be here. If y'all are interested in more, you can always find me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, NOLA, N-O-L-A. You can catch a lot on Saints Podcast, free on all podcasting platforms, whatever it is that you use to listen to, we're there. We're also on YouTube as well, so come and, uh, come and check us out over there as well. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate the time. Keep up the great work, my friend. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Take care. Stay safe. 
There you go. Ross Jackson, again, Locked on Saints podcast. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get ready to wrap it up. Well, we're going to lead you right into, again, the original coming up uh, uh, up at 6 o'clock pregame. And then, of course, uh, uh, having all the great scores for you all night long on the high school realm. All that's coming up here on 106.1 FM. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. This week at Macy's, get an extra 20% off your trademark fall look with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of 25% off fab fall looks from Ink, Alfani, and more. And 40% off bath and bedding from Oak, mindfully made and created for Macy's. Or save on fresh boots and shoes. Buy two, get 40% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members can earn even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Going on now. Details at Macy's.com slash star money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks Vapo Bath or Vicks Vapo Shower. And let those soothing Vicks Vapors help you relax. (sighs) 
Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo bath and Vicks Vapo shower in a store near you. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. All right, welcome back uh, to the William Grant family stills fry extravaganza. It's the weekend. You want to you want to take a want to go out and enjoy yourself. Enjoy a, a William Grant product. Henry's Gym, Milago Tequila, Reka Vodka, uh, All Star lineup of scotches: Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, Balvini Scotch Whiskey, also Monkey Shoulder. If you love bourbon, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey as as well as um, Hudson Bourbon. Also, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. The uh, rum portfolio includes uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum and Sailor Jerry Rum. And, of course, as always, we appreciate their uh, support uh, of our program. Also, again, all the uh, all those great sponsors sponsor our show. You want to find out more, go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor that sponsor our program. It's pretty easy. You click on the icon uh, of the slideshow. It'll take you right to your favorite um, uh, website, the, your, the website of your favorite uh, sponsor. And please get out there and support those sponsors. Thank you so much for supporting those sponsors. Jude Young joins me on the award-winning Inside the World Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, uh, and then 5 p.m. on uh, Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, it'll be on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. The podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends, so, again, you can check that out uh, at your leisure over the weekend. And, of course, we want to thank our guest today, Mike Fazan, Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Fazan on Football Podcast, Gary Smith of NOLA.com, and The Wave Report, and Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints Podcast. Coming up next, 27th year of the original countdown show at 6, live from Francesca by Katie's with Les East and Jude Young. It's De La Salle night with head coach Graham Jarrett. Uh, the original takes over at 7 with Ken Trahan reports from live from 45 games around the state. Interviews with winning coaches, analysis uh, around from around the state. The best scoreboard at CrestedySports.com. Best press football coverage in the state coming up from 6 to midnight right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Thank you for listening. My name is Eric Asher. You have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Monday straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go.